everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. So yesterday, I was watching a, a YouTube short, one of the new the new TikToks, um, <laughs> and it was of Hank Green, who is a uh, very well known for SciShow, I would say, uh, and he was talking about. Uh, why belly buttons get a weird sensation when you like touch them <laughs> and it was a pretty interesting video so I, I recommend all of you like go watch that uh, but you then asked me like some questions and it made me realize maybe not everyone knows like how the nervous system works so oh yeah because you were saying how here okay you were saying how like it's connected to your the belly button it's connected to your nervous system so that's why it feels weird. I'm like, your belly button's connected to your spine? Like, your, like all the stuff that's back there? But it's in the front. So I'm like, wait, how does that work? Okay, so let, let's back <laughs> up a part a bit. Um, so we have our central nervous system, right? And this is our brain and our spinal cord, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have our peripheral nervous system, and that says everything else. Your brain is made of a bunch of neurons, and that's like a whole complex thing all on its own. But... Your from your brain goes to your spinal cord. There's basically one neuron with a really long axon, and that is what connects your brain to the rest of your body. So you have your brain, and then you have a neuron that goes from your brain to your spinal cord, mm-hmm. and then from there you have a neuron from your spinal cord to every tip of your body. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. You don't have multiple nerves in between. Like of course there are exceptions, yada yada yada. But in the general case. You don't really have nerves in between. You have one nerve from the tip of your finger to your spinal cord, and then one nerve from your spinal cord to your brain, and that's it. Um, So, like, it's a very simple model, uh, but it has a lot of uh, benefits. Uh, For one, every time you have, like, a nerve in between, there's a delay. So if you were to touch something, you wouldn't feel the touch until... Like, it got to your spinal cord, and then from your spinal cord to your brain, and if there's more things in between, it would take longer for that to happen. Which means that if you wanted to move your hand as a result of touching something, that would be too late. That would be delayed even further, because then your brain has to go to your spinal cord, and your spinal cord has to go back to your hand muscle or your arm muscle to tell it to, like, move. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Because of the system that's in place, like, you might think, hey, why doesn't it just put one neuron from your brain all the way to your fingertip and uh, vice versa? Uh, And I think it doesn't do that because, like, it's just not how we evolved and that's that's the way it is. Um, But one benefit is that, uh, take reflexes, for instance. A reflex is, like, something the doctor um, always does for fun and they, like, hit your kneecaps to test your reflexes. Mm -hmm. You've seen that before, right? Um, and there are two kinds of these sorts of reflexes. There's a kind where you hit a ligament and that just like makes things move, um, which is not really interesting. But there is another kind that actually triggers a nerve and that nerve won't go to your brain. It'll go to your spinal cord and then immediately back to the muscle. So your spinal cord actually behaves kind of like a brain in that situation. It decides what to do in that situation so that way your brain doesn't need to. So there are a few like cases of this. One is like your heartbeat. Your heartbeat will just happen. Doesn't need your brain to tell beat, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, your breathing, like you can stop your breathing, you can control your breathing, but once you stop paying attention, you're just going to start breathing again um, because it's just an automatic thing. 
um, and reflexes or like reactions that you can have are almost instantaneous that don't require your brain to do anything, like touching something hot. You immediately take your hand back when you touch something hot, right? You don't even register the pain before you start moving. And that's because it's your spinal cord that decided, hey, this is something hot. Let's let's remove the hand first. And then the brain can deal with the pain later. Does that make sense? Yes. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted to go over is how that whole system worked. So uh, the reason why was because of the belly button. And uh, to give a summary of that, it turns out that we have neurons that are going to almost every surface of your skin. Um, that once again goes to your spinal cord and then to your brain. Um, and this is what gives you the s- sensation of feeling stuff. Um, so these are very specialized neurons for like telling temperature or telling uh, thickness, like sensations and roughness and things like that. Uh, and they detect various different things, but they all basically work the same. Um, and those are very specialized and your brain is essentially programmed since you were born to understand these feelings as unique and special whereas inside your belly button the neurons that are actually found there are not those that are found at the surface of your skin they're more the types of neurons that are felt that are within your body so this is like what makes you feel like a deep ache uh inside whereas like it's not really a touch it's a it's a different kind of feeling um so that's what the belly button sensation is is because it's using those kinds of internal neurons that are basically saying there's not so, there's something that's not supposed to be here inside the body. Uh, let's tell the brain, and it's a very different sensation because the brain basically never trains itself on that. So that's the that's the idea. Okay. Hmm. Uh, one more fun neuron fact uh, before we go. Uh, we might like think of our brains as being like pre-programmed for the body plan that we have. For instance, we have two arms, two legs, uh, and all those neurons are in the right place uh, in the brain to do like arm things and leg things. Um, And that's all kind of set up. Um, But it turns out both the brain and the spinal cord are capable of like reassigning themselves and relearning uh, to learn new behaviors so one such thing is walking for instance walking is not something that we are born with right it's something that we train at and we improve over time um and once you start walking like once you start practicing that muscle quote unquote uh you're not really practicing that muscle you are training your peripheral nervous system to act on its own so basically it can self-regulate while you're doing something so that way you can like continue walking and you won't necessarily fall, for instance. And this is something that you might have seen like chickens will continue to walk if you cut their head off, which is not something very nice to do. Uh, but they don't require a brain for most of the functionality of the chicken to like continue working. Obviously, the won't be able to eat, it won't be able to do much, but you can keep a chicken alive without a head, which is quite a weird sensation. Uh, and a weird thing to be uh, but that's what allows us to do things like walk or play sports like all those automatic behaviors that you just repeat 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 um, that will essentially be stored as a quote-unquote memory within your spinal cord um, and that is what allows you to 
like reperform that action quite easily and automatically. Like playing catch, obviously you're going to need to use your hands to catch the ball and like aim for it, right? But then all the action of throwing, your brain basically says, hey, we need to throw the ball and the spinal cord will coordinate the arms, the forearm, the fingers, all of that to throw properly because it's a motion that you've repeated over and over. And it's something that kind of gets programmed as you use your body to do a certain thing. Um, One kind of cool benefit of this is you can reprogram like your sensations Um, and some fun applications of this that I've heard about are we could like this hasn't really been done but we could imagine like using the human brain's ability to remap sensations on your back to predict the weather for instance if you fed it weather data through little tiny vibrations all over someone's back for instance Um, but a more like useful thing that has been done is people who have lost senses like lost the sense of sight for instance uh we can put a pad on their back and you can go ahead and learn to see based on little tiny electrical vibrations on your back um based on what a camera is seeing so a camera will kind of feed that and then your back feeling will kind of be rewritten into vision after enough time and enough practice. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the brain is not limited in any way to, like, two arms, two legs. Uh, we can envision a future. Like, we're watching My Hero Academia at the moment, and everyone has these weird quirks. Um, and you can imagine a future where if we figured out how to attach two extra arms to someone, like, your brain can totally work with that. It really doesn't care how many arms, how many legs you have, how many fingers you have. It just will fix itself to work um and over time you'll get more and more used to the sensations that you have and being able to use them and it becomes second nature almost um another example of this is like driving driving is something that a lot of people will just start to do automatically after enough years of doing it whether it's a bicycle or a car um you're not really controlling the instrument, like when you first start learning how to drive, you are controlling a steering wheel, which is controlling the vehicle. But then after many years of driving, you are controlling the vehicle via your arms attached to the steering wheel. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like it just becomes automatic. Oh, I want to go that way. You're not telling your arms to do this. Your arms are just doing this because you want to go that way. Your brain has internally figured out how to connect all those things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, all of this is thanks to the fact that our neural system is set up in the way it is. Uh, And I thought that was interesting, so I want to share. Cool. I don't have anything to add. It's just all interesting facts. (laughs) Yeah. it's. uh, I I don't know why, like, I remember these things from, like, high school. Um, But, yeah, this is, that was, like, one of the things I was like, that's so cool uh, when I learned about it. So it just kind of sat with me uh, for many years. Um, and I, I remembered it all because we were watching <laughs> Academia and they're having these crazy wackadoodle things that are totally impossible. I want to put a giant, giant, uh, sign up there that says like, none of this is like has any foundation in reality. Uh, but it is fun to think about, um, and fun to pl- play the thought experiment of like how it could be real. Um, especially when they show off all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I guess to end this, if you had a quirk, what would it be? Oh, I think I had one at one point. 
I don't know. I don't remember. What about you? Uh, I think I really like the the crazy guy's quirk where he can like double himself. I think if you use that responsibly, you can you can uh, be very successful at it. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, but in the case of this uh, spoiler here, in the case of this this guy that has the ability to double himself, meaning like duplicate himself but the thing is the the duplicated self is also acting as its own self so then like if you have your duplicated self acting as you so then it's like you're now competing for the same self <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like you so have then to... the guy goes the guy in the show goes crazy he, he's like now crazy in the head well he wasn't because he couldn't he couldn't like figure out am i now the true self or was the self that I created the true self, and then he's now psychotic. So maybe that's not a very good. <laughs> no, hear me out. Uh, he was not using that 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 uh, superpower responsibly. Uh, he decided to to be the king and let all of his clones, which are basically him, do all the work. And of course, they're going to get jealous of that. But if you do, if you like do this responsibly, you and your clone like do an equal amount of work, you're just doing twice the amount. Why? You're the amount. true self. Why would you take on that ability? Why would you take on the responsibility if you have the ability to make someone else do it? Why <laughs> Why are you so irresponsible? Like, I, of course, I, you work with the people that are working with you. You don't just let them do all the work. I don't know. But if you're the boss, then that's what you do. You do, you let Bosses people... still do work. You know that, right? <laughs> No, they don't. Anyways, so all the bosses who don't work do work. Bye. Bye.